Hey, 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 here we go. Hey, 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 here we go. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Fat Joe. Hey, Fat Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I got bars. <laughs> oh my gosh. Welcome. Hello. Welcome, 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 everybody. How are you? We pray that you are blessed and highly favored. All right. And know who you are, the child of God, the child of the living king, the Lord of lords. Glory to God. Amen. 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 (laughs) (laughs) What's going on, Mo? How are you today? I'm doing well today. I'm doing well. Freshly out of the silk press. Yes. Listen, (laughs) Mo came in here, hair flowing. You know, just Feeling like myself again, <laughs> feeling different in um, the wind. <laughs> but no, just just overall, um, feeling good. Had a good productive week. Um, okay. Throughout the week, can't complain. Can't complain. I'm thankful. I'm not. I'm. I'm gonna say this week, specifically yesterday. Um, I was reading a book that I just got from Tony Evans, and it's called God Himself. Mm-hmm. It's Dr. Tony Evans. Dr. Charlie Tony Evans. I really do. Um, (laughs) And the chapter is deep because it's taking me time to get through one chapter at a time. Oh, wow. It's on God's holiness. And it was just so good. Yeah. And it just had me reflecting on the power of God. I guess my perspective of holiness all the time was like, you know, white dresses and you're sinful and God's so holy and mm-hmm, so great. Mm-hmm. And you know, you're going to hell. Yeah. Like you, you messed up and he's, you know, just get away from his presence. Like it's you're you're unholy. Yeah. Um, but how he like described God. And then I, it just um, poured into today. I was listening to like Jackie O Perry on her, on holiness and, and yeah, I was gonna say she has a book on holiness, on holiness too. too and it yeah. was just so good and it just reminded me of a holy god and what that does one how much he loves us to want to dwell within us even after we sin mm-hmm. um and even after we 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 messed up in his wholeness wanting to dwell with us and then just who he be who we become when we behold him yeah and just like who i was prior to god versus who he's strengthened me to become now it's just i was just in all this week um, yeah because of that so well, yeah. that sounds awesome yeah, that so sounds great. so good yeah. i love to be in that space where yeah. it's just like oh god it's so, awesome. so good and i was like i'm sorry god like i'll be playing <laughs> with you like like you not that g like, <laughs> like you not period that g. Yeah, right <laughs> You know. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. So how was yours? How was yours? Um, my week was all right. Um yeah. <laughs> my week was okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm just leaving it at that. It was no, it really was like one of those up and down. Like one minute it was like, ah, awesome. And then the next minute it was like, oh <laughs> so <laughs> it was a okay, um, okay week. Nothing uh too drastic mm-hmm. that I can remember happened. Um yeah, it was all right. I, I was a little upset at myself. Um, you know, to be honest with you, now that I think about it, I've um, been in a weird space. So normally, normally I I can go out by myself and I don't care. Like Absolutely. I, yeah, you know, I you guys know. know, I'm usually like, first of all, Sherrod, where are you? I'm in the city somewhere. Um, <laughs> you know, just frolicking, um, <laughs> you know, in everywhere, every nook and cranny. And I don't know, lately I've been like, oh, I want to go do this, but I don't have nobody to do it with. And I'm like... Exactly. I'm like, I caught myself and I'm like, what is going on? First of all, right. <laughs> let's take a break here because there are several events that 
normally I would have bought tickets to and just I'm going by myself. Nobody wants to go with me. I'll, uh, um, I'll go by myself. I'll be like, who you went with? Girl by myself. Yeah, you know. Um, but I do recognize that there's kind of like a fear that's kind of been really? over me. Um, just first of all, I haven't watched the news in a long time. And I think social media is usually where I get my news from. Right. Um, and it's been a lot of like negative, um, like kidnappings and attacks and all that that's, stuff. So that yeah. kind of scared me. Yeah. Um, I understand that. Yeah. And so I just saw something recently. And, yeah. And it really, it did, it did do a number of me being scary. So coming from work, it's been making me like watch my surroundings. Exactly. Even more. So, exactly. Yeah. So I'm like really hesitant to do stuff. And I'm like, now nah, I feel like I'm a prisoner, you know, because mm-hmm. I'm like, Oh, I want to go do this, but nobody, you know, is can go with me or whatever. Um, so I haven't been myself in that sense. Um, and I'm specifically thinking about yesterday. Maverick City was in Barclay at oh, in Brooklyn. Why you remind me? <sighs> Again, I don't know. <laughs> like I, mean, I just I wanted to go to that. And I here's the crazy part. So I'm oh scrolling God. on Instagram, totally. and mad people went. That was the, the that so that's what made me upset. It was <laughs> I'm looking at everybody's story and I'm like, bruh, everybody else went. Mm. So I was like, I could have gone or I just didn't know to, hey guys, I'm going. Are you right. going? Type of thing. Right. Um. So the next event that I want to go to is not Maverick City. It's actually the Fuji's, but um, <laughs> <laughs> and that one's in Newark. So I was like, you know what? I'm. I think I'm gonna brave it and I'm just. Whether I go by myself or whatever. If you do, just put your location. Yeah, you. Yeah, I have a certain person. She know who yeah. she is. Shout out to you, boo. Um, who has all of my locations? Yeah, Even when we went to Costa Rica, Rica, I landed. And I'm like, I hope this goes through because. <laughs> no, seriously. <laughs> you know, I said my location. Um, so yeah, I don't know what what this fear thing is. Um, I, I pray to get over it. Right. You know, um, because I don't want to. Live in fear. Live in fear and not... um, Live a full life. Exactly. You know, God has a lot for me to do, (laughs) a lot for me to see. So um, I want to do that. All right. Let's tap into cuts from the culture. Cuts, 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 cuts from the culture. Um, You said some stuff on Saturday, too. Yeah, I think I started... I started... With Vin Diesel? Yes, I started with him. And I thought that was a door. And that's what I really believe friendship is, guys. So Vin Diesel walked Paul Walker's daughter, Meadow Walker, down the aisle on her wedding day. Yeah. And, and these are the times where whether it's going to be emotional regardless. Yeah. Um, but to have those people just step up in those places are just, it's just so impactful. Yeah, that was beautiful. And it was beautiful know? to see. That's a true testament of friendship. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know? Like your friends got like your kids, They your got family. your kids, yeah. but like, you know. These are huge things and milestones. And yeah. that, that was really nice to see. I love that. That was really dope. Um, right. The next one went really viral because I did kept seeing this. I did too. Um, about the dad. So let On me see. Duty. Hopefully this doesn't have volume. Okay. So it's a group of fathers um, who form a group called right. Dads on Duty mm-hmm. um, to combat violence at a Louisiana high school. And mm-hmm. so I believe they said they this school had like 28 days straight yeah. of just fighting. Just fighting. You know, a lot of violence and kids on. getting arrested and things yeah. like that and so 
um, this this father, he was like, you know, enough is enough. And right. so he got a group of dads, 40, yeah, 40 dads. dads, and they do it in rotation. Yeah. Um, Which who, I, would make sense. I was like, that work schedule. Yeah, that work schedule. Yeah. So 40 dads, they are, I think it's like a group, maybe a five or six each day or something like mm-hmm. that, um, that go into the schools and basically they just welcome the kids in in the morning. Right. They talk to them in the hallways and make things sure like that. Make sure to class, go to class. in the hallway. You know, I loved when they interviewed some of the, the students. Kids. And it's fact. Yeah, some of the students were like, um, the one girl was like, have you ever heard of The Look? Okay. And I'm like, and they were, <laughs> the, they knew. the reporter was like, isn't that a mom thing? And they were like, no, dads have The Look too. Okay. And so just having a father And it's crazy there. because it showed the impact um, because the school system is a lot of women. Yeah, it is. And mm-hmm. it just showed the impact of what five men in the in the building a day. Yeah. And the students have this understanding, I'll get to class. Yeah. Like I'm not I'm not gonna be here. And they have the strength as well yeah. for when these groups of, of yeah. kids are coming together that I remember, you know, I'm in I deal with education in the system and once the boys start going they're like our size yeah like, so you I'm can't put yourself in the middle of that in the middle of 20 young boys beating up on each other yeah, you know what i that, mean that's not and yeah so yeah. it's just i hear a lot of um so i know a couple of male teachers and they're constantly always you know they're like yo we need more Absolutely. men in education Absolutely. you know not only uh teaching wise but just the relationship wise because mm-hmm. some people uh, in the story they were saying some of these kids don't have that father figure or yeah, positive um, male yeah. figure in their life so to see that example and to interact with that that helps yeah. them more than you just know. stopping fights yeah. it's i know how to interact with a positive man like i and seeing them you show know, up exactly consistent exactly so i loved 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 seeing that that was incredible that was um, now <laughs> what is this Let me it's see. one of mine i like who was this so it was the spanx founder yeah. yes shout out to sarah blakely she had sold a lot of her stake in her company i think it was like around a billion dollars yeah stake and i love that she did it because it was she gifted her 500 plus mm, employees mm, mm, just with <laughs> everyone with Two first class flight tickets and ten thousand dollars each um to spend. So a lot of them were like, you know, I'm going on my honeymoon and yeah. I'm going to go celebrate with my family and me and my husband are gonna go away. You know, and it was just a beautiful thing to see yeah. um a company value their workers. Their workers, yeah. You know, it yeah. wasn't like a here's a gift card, you know, yeah. like, no, I'm only here because you guys are really working yeah. hard and stuff, and I just wanna say thank you. Yeah, that was apps. Listen, anybody want to hire me? Or are they? All the <laughs> comments were like, "Are you hiring?" Okay, I didn't work for that type of company. But seriously, like a first class, two first class tickets anywhere in the world. World people were like, "I'm going to South Africa." Yeah, I'm going, they were like, "I'm going to Thailand." Going, I'm okay. going everywhere. And then on top of that, ten thousand dollars to spend. To Grandpa, just I'm spend. not spending all that. I might spend Obvious. less than that. I'm We're smart, you okay, know. Half of that's going okay. investments. Okay. <laughs> but. You know, yeah, there's yeah. some things. Call up NACA. Let me get some couple houses, right. multi units. You know, some, right. <laughs> um, guys, yes. Monique and I are really like in our finance Girl, brains. <laughs> big on it. Big on this financial investing, real estate, all of that. All stuff. of that right now. Um, so that was beautiful, and beautiful. I hope to see more companies I do, do that. that. Me too. You know, a Me lot too. of these companies put a lot of pen to paper and yeah. they just talk and put out statements and things like that. But she really was about it. And I love, 
love, love that. That was incredible. Um, the next big thing, Meg the Stallion. Meg the Stallion getting her degree. And she's I, graduating I, I, in December, right? Yes, yeah. I'm so happy for that. Like, you know, even though she has money and she has a thing that she still pursued it. Yeah. Um, I like that she had talked about it. I heard in one of her interviews where she was just like, you know, I'm going to use the money, but I'm going to, I want to build a lot of elderly homes. Yeah. Really, like big with her grandmother, close to her grandmother mm-hmm. and stuff. And she's like, I've always wanted to go into that industry um, of the elderly. So it, it's nice to see that she's going through with Yeah. It. Like she completed that. Like I, I saw it another no interview <laughs> where she was like, you know, she's like, I'm running on stage because I'm late because I was taking my exam. So she's like, <laughs> and you know, like the, right. the, the makeup artist, mm-hmm. the hair stylist they're doing my hair and i'm taking my exam at the same time and she's like i'm putting on my costume to run on stage to but you know come back to make sure that it went through and and i'm like she's a legit yeah like college student she's like 59 gotta get it in exactly you know so and it's weird i know um one of the interviews she's like yeah it is a little weird because like my classmates when we do group projects they're like you're meg the stallion and she's like yeah but we gotta get this done so So it was you know that's awesome for it her is. you know I'm to, to not out. let that because one thing i know is that a lot of artists right yeah. like they'll get popular they're popular for a time mm-hmm. and then they're not and then it's like well right. what do you do and that's where a lot of them fail yeah you think this money gonna keep coming in and yeah you know doesn't. i mean i think about i literally <laughs> right before we came up here um was looking on the shave room at fetty wap yeah. He just got um, arrested, arrested right. actually. Okay. So it's like these people, they get this success, but they don't really think about the longevity of it. And so... Or have someone to teach them about Yeah, it, that's another I mean? big thing. A lot of times they're coming from these... Uh, more low income areas, so they're not they're aware of financial, you know, yeah, um, literacy and stuff like that. So unfortunately, that yeah happens. Um, I see you put in here. Ti and Tiny are building a um, mixed use community. Uh, yeah, they're they're developing affordable housing in Bankhead, which I think is um. Speaking of real estate and all these different yeah. things, I'm really big on us just building wealth and building all those um, different avenues of it. So it's not just coming from one area just in case anything um, happens. So I'm glad, I'm glad they're building affordable housings, too. It doesn't have to be. Yeah. You know, it could be just just a financial thing. But he said a 143 unit mixed mm-hmm. use community, about 40 percent should be ready soon by next year yeah. and whatnot. So, yeah. you know, buying up. um and I talk about this and I know it seems because I used to be one of those people when when people talk about like buying houses and real estate and and investing and all this money stuff. I used to be one of those people that I'm like the little the T-Corp that I have can't do anything. And so hmm. I always used to put it off. Like, I think it was later before. What do you mean? I think before it was harder. Because we had to pay, like... Well, yeah, because you did, one, you didn't know, and then the different avenues that you have to get into it now yeah, didn't exist. Didn't exist <clears throat> but now that it does, yeah. you know, I, I don't want people to still have that mindset, mindset you know, yeah, to you be could like... start with something very small. Exactly. You can start as little as a dollar. It's little, you know what I mean? Because right. by the end, if you start doing that, let's say you invest, I don't know, um, per week, or if you get paid weekly or bi-weekly, mm-hmm. you do like 5 or $10, depending right. on whatever stock you buy. By the end of the year, you have a whole share. Yeah. You know what I mean? And if you're new to this and you're like, I don't know about trading, you hold that, Right. right. Because then if you hold that, what was the other stock the other day that was like, if you held, was it Tesla? 
then you would have Tesla went crazy yeah, this week. Yeah. Yeah. You would have liked yeah, Tesla's out of Tesla yeah. went crazy this week. <laughs> um, Don't buy it now. Don't buy yeah, it now. It's now high. Not the time. But, but yeah. Yeah. If you would have held on to that, right? Let's say you would have bought it a, a year or two ago yeah. and you held on to it because I don't know what to do. Right. Just you would have doubled your, your money, money or tripled your money doubled to your this money year. With, with Tesla, yep. This you year. know? So even if you're not sure, right? right? Or you're like the T Club that I have, I don't know. Cash app, um, yeah. Um, has something that you can use. Robinhood, right. um, yeah, all Amer- these ET, different Ameritrade. There's so many, There's yeah, so many out there. Um, and then of course, I will always, always, always vouch for YouTube University. Absolutely, super You don't got to do one. Do a lot of research, though. Yeah, yeah you know, zombie clickbait. <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, watch a couple of the videos, see, read the reviews, the comments, mm-hmm. and things like that. Listen to some podcasts. Get a book. You know, yeah, get a book um, and just read, you know, or because I know, I don't know if kids read today. <laughs> Listen to it. Play Listen it. to it. Audio. Audio. Audio, audio, audio book. book. Um, right. So you guys can get some knowledge. But enough about the finance right. rant. <laughs> we are going in on Listen, it. But it's important. Okay. It it's, it's big. Very important. Um, Stacey Abrams, a voting rights organization, donates one point three. 34 million hmm. to help clear medical debt medical debt in five states. states. I believe that's the biggest is it either education or medical debt is the biggest type of debt that most Americans have. Bro, I, I want to say education first education and then uh, first, but medical. medical debt is so real. I never understand that. Like how could you do that to My lad, I'm dying. My lopital. And then you bill me either for dying or not dying. Uh, what? <laughs> like yeah, it's it's, it's really bad. It's really bad. So just just I think that's great. She helped a hundred and eight thousand people across Georgia, Alabama, Arizona, Louisiana, mm. and Mississippi. Wow. Come on. That's awesome. And, awesome. And I think in those states in particular have like the poorest yeah. um uh I want to say people. I don't know. You guys can correct me if I'm wrong. Um, so that's wonderful that she's helping in that way. Yeah. Um, and providing that um, for these people. So right. it's just beautiful. It's real. Okay. Difficult. <laughs> um, last who's one. this? Last one. It says the families of the Charleston Church mass shooting victims reach a settlement with the Department of Justice of $88 million. Um, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> And it, it basically was saying, you know, the FBI was negligent when it failed to prohibit the sale of guns um, by a licensed Ugh. firearm dealer to a shooter. So a self-proclaimed white supremacist who wanted to start a race war, you know, targeted this 200-old historical African-American church mm-hmm. um, and whatever. So they, they did uh, the settlement range from $6 million to $7.5 million each for their, I think it was like eight or nine that lost yeah, their lives. Yeah, it was like nine, I believe. Yeah, yeah so... Yeah, that's I'm just happy the family had something, you know, during this time. Oh. It's really a difficult time and a difficult situation that they just went through as a whole, as a church. Yeah. And random like Bible study nights, like that's I that's that that story still disturbs me to this day. Yeah, it was it was absolutely insane. Like Like to go into a church. And he was like sitting with and them. And he sat like, with them, I believe. Him. They, they were like, yeah. you know, sitting with him, talking with yeah. them. And it's like, how could you do that to to these people? You've got to be possessed. There's no way. Something's off. You've got to be. And the police taking him to Burger King. We. <laughs> I'm telling you. Girl. 
I'm telling you, I am thoroughly disturbed regularly right. by everybody. Okay. But Just, enough. Yeah. Of that. Enough of our cuts. And we're going to jump right into our topic. So, Sherelle. So, I'm supposed to be. Today? Supposed to be leading. I'm Y'all know how I do. I'm supposed <laughs> to be leading. You are leading. <laughs> You guys know how I do. Um, I wing it, everything. Um, so we're going to talk about performative Christianity. So break that down. Okay, performative Christianity. Um, so a lot of us know this piece mostly as um, prosperity gospel, right? Where it's like, if you give this, then you, God's going to give you money. He's going to give you riches. He's going to give you all of this stuff. Um, but... I think I brought this topic up because I started noticing that a lot of the popular um, pastors and uh, uh, just if I want to call them evangelists, um, just Christian people, popular Christian people or Christian influencers um, who talk more about works than they do faith. Right. They, they talk a lot about, or they present the gospel in a manner of you've got to do this in order for God to do this, which does have some truth to it, but it almost put the onus too much on. Yeah. Yeah. It it almost puts the onus too much on us when we already know, first of all, we're flawed, we're failing, we're not like, (laughs) you know, we are all types of wrong. Right. And so we need God in order to do anything. Right. Right. We need him even to believe in him. We need him to do good. We need him to obey. Like we are just wicked. And so to put the onus on us kind of is like it doesn't work. It doesn't make sense. Um, So, yeah, I just really wanted to talk about like our thoughts around that um, today. Okay. You got mo. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess what I think of prosperity teaching, um, I feel like it focuses almost more on our wants mm-hmm. and, and our will. Um, and I feel like it gets to the point like, you know, God's rich, so he's going to make me rich and yeah. he's going to make me prosper and health and wealth. And it's almost like prosperity gospel begins to push us to use God for our will. Yeah. And it's almost like he's our genie and he's our, if you put this in, you know, this is what's going to come out where all throughout the word, um, it just teaches how the spirit enables us to do what God wills. Yeah. And no, it it, it may come with some, you see some people that are wealthy, you see some different things it may come, um, but it really ultimately comes to understanding that God owns everything and he can do what he wants with whatever he wants. Yeah. You know, so I think it's just, it's showing that. And, and we don't want to say, I don't want you guys not to think like God is good and he does desire good things for his children. His Absolutely. Word his word that. tells us he has a good you plan know, for us. He has good plans for us. He's not like, you know, man, he's like, even evil men give good things to their kids. You think that I wouldn't right. give good things to you? You know, he absolutely did. He gave us the greatest gift, his son. He, yep. he literally laid down, you know, his life or regard to us. Um, so it's true. Like God does want us to prosper. Yeah. Um, but I think we mostly hear about it only in one way. Yeah. One type of prospering. And, and, yeah. and that is, I think, the least of amount i mean at least important mm-hmm. um in regards to the whole scheme and different types of prospering yeah i think about um how we often hear that god will give us the desires of our heart god will give us the desires mm-hmm. of our heart and and honestly in this week and just even thinking about this topic it's yes he will give us the desires of, of our heart if it's in his will right like i i, I want to go back to the scripture i should have pulled it up but mm-hmm. um it's not necessarily because our heart like I could want a pony, 
sincerely, with all of my heart, I want a pony. Why do I need that pony? Is that going to glorify God? Is that going to push me towards God or push me away from God? You know what I mean? And I think, too, the more we behold God, the more our desires change. Exactly. So I, I feel like he, when he's saying that, I do believe that he he believes that. But I believe that it's not our un... What is it called? Uh, unsanctified. Right. Or unregenerated self. Yeah. It's more our side. Once we started to become like Christ, we see that we start to desire the same things that mm-hmm. the father's will. We start to desire. We start to desire what he wants in the earth, peace and joy and love and forgiveness and unity and justice. Yeah. We start to desire those things. So that becomes greater than what we selfishly wanted only for us. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> interesting. Interesting. What's another point? Let's see. What do you got? Um, I we, they always talk about um, riches and different things like that. Um, but I realize that um, scripture a lot of times speaks against this, and, and not necessarily that it's a wicked thing, but in the place that we put it in, mm-hmm. um, because unfortunately, many times it becomes an idol. Um, to us so so a lot of times we are like if you give this much you sow this much he'll give you this back Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, a lot of times it begins to tempt and and trap us just like the young rich ruler um, in the word where a lot of times that become one over God and unfortunately it may cause many of us to put more of our trust and more of our security and wealth and pursuing it than the real goal of pursuing God and pursuing his righteousness and you know all those things which I'd say is least important they'll be added unto you but you understand you know what good is it to gain the world but lose your soul you'll understand that the soul um, is more important so a good father knows his children. A good father knows like what to withhold from a child until you are prepared for it. We understand like, okay, when you are of age, when you are of understanding and you're of maturity, mm-hmm. then I can give you these type of things. But I truly believe that he's like, I want you to um, prosper in your soul, prosper in your mind, prosper in your spirit. And he didn't, he didn't even bring it about all these things that we're saying, he didn't bring it about for everyone. Like I think about Paul when Paul's like, I asked three times, you yeah, know, to take this, to from take me. this away from yeah. me. And God is just like, my grace, grace is, is sufficient. sufficient. Yeah. Like I'm not going to take this away. And this, he's like, what I viewed as my thorn actually was a blessing because it kept me at the foot yeah. of the cross. It kept me relying on God. Like I could have got to the place where I'm boasting. I could have got to the place where I'm like, you know, I'm good. I'm, I don't need any, you know, yeah. I'm poor. I know this word. I, yeah. I studied this word back and forth. I, my conversion took three, took three days. Yours is taking three mm-hmm. years. It could get to a place of boasting. Yeah. But when you see like, I'm not even like gotten to a point where I don't need God. Like I need God just as much as someone who's been in God for 20 years. We both need him. Yeah, absolutely. What, what's the scripture? See first the kingdom of God and his right. righteousness and all these other things will be added unto you. Um, I I think I I really uh, wanted to dive into this subject, particularly because we have a lot of, um, like we were saying, is the prosperity. What can I get? What can I get? What what can I get? Instead of what I think God has called us to repentance and submission and holiness. It's like, we really don't talk about that stuff it's not the it's not the attractive things it's not the thing that will oh make me love god but in essence it is (laughs) repenting and submitting and holiness which is what god has called us to called us to it's it's what he talks about in throughout scripture but we're constantly 
just thinking only on what we're receiving rather than the transform transforming right because as you transform all that stuff is added unto you but i think right now it's we're at a place where or in a place in society where it's well if you want this perform this if you want this then you know go to church every sunday or whatever and god will protect you or whatever and then we miss the transforming we miss the holiness we miss the repenting and the submission piece of it um and i think that's important i think that's the piece that we're I, I, that's the piece that I think or I wish was amplified a little bit more in everybody's um, life. I think that we, we as a, as the church, if you, if you look at it, I think the past was so big on that and it, on, on repentance, on, holiness mm-hmm. and submission, almost and not as balanced. And now the pendulum kind of yeah. swung yeah. the other way. So now we're not talking about, you know, yeah. holiness and repentance. Um, as yeah. much we're you talking know, about gifts and receiving, faith, and, yeah, faith, receive yeah. it. That's it. It is not a balance between our God does give, but He's also holy, yeah. and He also calls to a repentance, and also has a standard and different things. Um, mm. I I think that we are looking more to get instead of receiving from Christ, seeing it to pour out, yeah. and to see that we are meant to be generous and to be givers, and and to pour that out, and that it's better to give than receive. Yeah. We're not we're not seeing or hearing. Or understanding almost as much that 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 is better um, than receiving. It's like no, I rather receive, but I think it's just coming from a lack of maturity. Um, yeah. So how do we how do we fix that? You know what I mean? Um, I'm I I kind of want to I, I think about Mike Mike Todd did um, Faith Like a Farmer uh, this Sunday. I missed it. Uh, it was it's usual okay. cool. Um, and uh, he harped on so it's like seed time. Well, sorry, see, mm-hmm. even I'm saying it wrong. So the scripture says seed time and harvest, but he stretched it out. He was like, it's seed Wait. time, yeah. then harvest. Right. And I think that we we have an issue with time. Absolutely. Okay. Our society pushes against it. Microwave. We need it now. Now. I need it. (laughs) Like even the, some of the songs we sing, like immediately, like we harp on these things. And it's like, we almost want to make God into our, a genie. Our type of God. Like, yeah. It's not, let me study God for who he is. It's let me make you the God I want exactly, you to be. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah. again, people kidnap scriptures, right? They kidnap scriptures where God did it immediately or God, you know, uh, um, what's the one? Um, the woman with the issue of blood, you know, he touched, she touched the hem of the garment and immediately was healed. Um, you know, Peter uh, walking out on water, Jesus stretched out his hand immediately and then, you know, pulled him up. Like, it's always the immediately. Yeah. We rarely go into the scriptures where it's like, and that's why I love the little reminders that I see on social media that are like, if you're waiting, you're in good company. Because it's mm-hmm. like, we don't, that whole process of waiting, we just are over it, right? Yeah. But it's that process of waiting that makes you, one, so grateful for when you do receive. Yeah. Um, that makes it so worthy because during that waiting process is the learning to submit, is the refining and becoming holy, is the repenting, is the learning God and what he desires for you and what he desires for our lives and things like that. So it's in that time that we hate, right? right? That's the refining. And I think that that's where God's 
most of God's glory is from is in right. that time. And we not trying to do that. And the last person who wasn't trying to give God his glory, it didn't work out so well. Right. Okay. So I think we should take heed and give that time, right. To be refined and learn who God is and grow in relationship. It's probably why all people relationships fail now. Anyway, nobody's taking time to get to know each other. Hmm. Right. <laughs> it's just, it's, I don't, I don't know if we don't know how to not that they are not, it's just know how to deal with the time. And the thing is, everyone is different. Like I had mentioned earlier, Paul, it took three days um, for a conversion for him to start. Peter and the disciples took 12, I mean, three years, yeah. you know, so everyone time frame is so little. Everyone's mm-hmm. seasons is different. So you're just like, okay, well, if God was quick for them, it should be quick for me. That might not be the case. Right. You know, what he's working and doing in your life could be very different than what he's working and doing in someone else's life. Um, and just getting to that point and just understanding, um, I guess what, what, what is, what is huge? Are you doing it only for the harvest or are you doing it um, for God? And if he gives you a harvest, okay. And if he doesn't, that's okay as well, which makes me think of the three Hebrew boys. Like yeah. God, God has the power to come through, but even if he doesn't, I'm still going to worship him because I didn't choose him for his hand. I chose him for his heart and who he is. Yeah. Um, and I think that's that good. a lot of times that's what holiness, repentance, all that is about is us beholding this great God that we serve more than the great gifts that he give. And he, and, I don't know anyone who doesn't want to give a child that's obedient gifts. Everyone wants to give that child that. But if the child is really manipulating you only for the gift and not for your heart, that's something that's so different. Yeah, and you don't want to. Yeah, I love how you put that in such a human perspective, right? Like, because I wouldn't... If I see that you just using me or you just, I'm like, uh, I don't even want to come I next to you. To do this. I don't God, even come by God you. God knows our motives. You know, he yeah. knows our hearts. He knows despite what human may not know. Yeah. And it may look really good on, on the outside. And it may look like, you know, you really for him. He knows our motives. He weighs them and he can see. Um, but yeah, I think that is a, a, a really big thing. And I think holiness and stuff, it's so the opposite of um, our flesh. You know, it's always Absolutely. like checking our flesh checking our motives checking that's the one line that i read in the book about holiness Mm -hmm. um yesterday he was just like you know have you put the weight of your job and finances over god where they can get you to do more than god can Mm. and when he said it it was like oh oh first of all yeah because let me tell you something we were just talking about overtime uh before (laughs) and it's like you would take like a couple you're already working like eight hours a day you would rather take what eight more hours Hmm. right to work but if you were if god were to ask you hey spend that extra eight hours with me first of all we can't even sit through church which is usually about two maybe two and a half Mm -hmm. hours right that's the same same concept when we took think about netflix we don't watch a whole everything right when you really start to think that sentence applied to everything can anything give get you to do more if than god a lot can get you and a lot and when we realize that then you realize the idols in our hearts like how much would you do if i said (laughs) right girl (laughs) if i said you know you could have this then i'll do it but if god says like "Mm," he sees he sees it and i love those type of questions because it makes us sit down and reflect and it 
makes us able to see um, our true idols and see our things. But if I'm just saying, you know, if you do this for God, he's going to do this for you. I'm not checking my heart. Yeah. You know, my heart is not being reflected in my sin to confess this to God and say, God, I need your help with with, with yeah. this, you know, with putting you back on the throne yeah. of my heart and putting you back on the throne of my life. And I didn't realize, you know, just how far away from the true gospel and just you wasn't that you're enough, you know, that how much further I got away from that. Yeah, it's like a barter, like tit for tat, like yeah. this for that. Um, and that's not what, what God desires, you know, yeah. like God is, is so good. And I think we, we for sure take advantage, not, I don't even want to say it's for granted, yeah. um, that of, of his goodness, yeah. because I know a lot of people who would say like, God's going to forgive me or I can go to God for forgiveness. And yeah. so, you know, yeah, I mess up a million times and I know God's going to forgive me a million times, but tomorrow's not promised. Number one to, to, to even, you know, repent and do all of that. So you don't even know if you're going to get a chance to do that. Um, so it's just. And I think number two, um, that that whole mindset, um, it comes that comes from not a mindset of one understanding mm-hmm. and love. It doesn't. Um, because if you understand you're it's almost like you're cheapening, cheapening grace. And yeah. You're cheapening the, the price that Christ paid yeah. um, for you when you think that way. Um, and you, and it just shows, I don't want to say, I just think it shows a lack of understanding. And yeah. I think that's what happens a lot of times with when we are ungrateful. I think of kids with, with, people taking care of them it's a lack of understanding of the sacrifice they're making on your behalf and a lot of times it isn't until you have um one of those prodigal son moments where you go out and you see like and we will never understand to the level of the sacrifice that christ made but you truly start to understand more and more like wow um how good he is and that he is enough and i I think about hebrews 11 like these people had to know god was enough because it says that they died without even seeing the yeah. promise but they stayed faithful yeah you know and it, that just shows me how much it really is about him for them yeah. like that is enough for me you, know, you take this away i understand i am here for but a breath mm-hmm. and eternity is it matters as much mm-hmm. you know matters much more than just right now and the here and now and i think right now with church and a lot of things it's just here and now yeah. you're blessing now you're this now um and the reality of hell and, 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 and past even just hell, but the reality of eternity is, mm-hmm. is just so much greater because we are saved by faith. We yeah. are saved by faith. You know, the whole thing of, of sanctification is, is a whole nother thing mm-hmm. versus um, salvation. But just not cheapening what he did on our behalf. And if you truly have an understanding of grace, then you would pursue holiness. Yeah. 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 Do you think it's it's easier it was easier than back then, like Jesus time and all ancient times to, um, to pursue God wholly, right. Rather than now, I only think about that because I feel like that society or that world, everything almost revolved around like, like God, either God, big G or little G uh, idol people, whatever. And so it was like literally every day, like people were like, thank God for this, or this is what God told us to do, or this is what God told us not to do. Um, versus now I feel like there's so many, like I, I, I think now in society, like God pops up on Sunday and then that's it. And so I don't know. One, my first point, I don't know is because, um, 
I feel as though if that was the case, then they wouldn't fall so much into idolatry. Like they kept messing up like all the time. Um, And then two, I feel like every generation has their thing and their struggle Mm -hmm. um, that we don't always grasp because we're not in it. So now we can look at like young people and be like, y'all got it easy. Y'all are in this microwave generation. You can just type something up. But they also have an amplification of um, distractions and amplification of all these issues coming. But that is their struggle with this generation Mm -hmm. that we didn't go through um, because we didn't have as much access to those different things. So I feel like every generation has their their struggles. So I don't know if one is easier than the other. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think they're different. Okay. Yeah. But they struggled back then too. Like it's just, it was just so much idolatry. And and also too, I think a lot of things too, wasn't relational. It was just very like, yeah. Religious. And you, like, yeah. This is and you just see that even do. with a lot of Jews now where yeah. you're less like, you know, this is like Jesus and all that. And it's just very, re- just what they do. Yeah. And no relationship. I don't know if that was a thing, mm-hmm. you know, where God is trying to come and they are missing yeah. Jesus, but they are they sticking to mm-hmm. their traditions. I mean, still waiting now. Well, I don't even want to get into that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because next thing you know, knock on the door. <laughs> Anywho, um, yeah, I'm going to wrap this up, you oh. know. <laughs> Okay. Unless you had a new point. Um, no, that's no. Um, yeah, so performative uh, Christianity, you know, versus the real oh, following. I, I did. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. But my, I guess for me, when I think of performative too, I think of also works. Yeah. And thinking like, just like you're saying about, but I looked at works like, I don't know, but growing up works was for salvation. Mm-hmm. And, oh, you sent, girl, you, you don't know what's going to happen to you. Yeah. And it wasn't... Um, the true full gospel that like I'm getting it back, losing it, getting that. Yeah. No. Um, that's a, so that's a real debate in Christianity p- period. Yeah. Can you lose salvation? Still, still oh. it's a thing. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I mean, I guess I just, I just, I think that that is huge too, just to understand that you are saved by what Christ did and Christ did alone. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, no, your works are just simply like, just like a seed. Um, your works is just Lee confirm is just confirmation, mm-hmm. um, of yes. the work that's been done on the inside yeah. of you, but it's not what you did that made that, you know, it's yeah. just confirmation of what Christ did in your heart. And if it's not doing that, then did Christ really, was it really genuine? Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's, there's nothing you can do to make God love you more. There's nothing right. you can do to make him reject you. Mm-hmm. There's nothing you can do to make him give you gifts and talents and money and cars and influence and there's nothing you can do to make him do that but i think out of his love out of his faithfulness out of his goodness you you open yourself right to his gifts to all of the blessings that he has for you everyone gets it at salvation it's like it's like a seed yeah we all get it but only those who mature and water this with water it with the word water it with time that begin to see it so you'll see it in some christians and you won't see it in others and it's really like who's pouring that 
daily in the scripture and getting in the word and getting before him to see the fruit, the fruit of the Holy Spirit, you know, to see all those different things in their lives. It really is that. But everyone gets the seed. Yeah. You know, everyone you get salvation, you get everything that you would need for life and godliness. Yeah. Like Christ literally provided all. Um, so just not like you're performing to get God to do something. Yeah. And my, my analogy that I love to use um, is that I was born Haitian. Mm-hmm. I could do, I could eat soup I could do all those different things, but that wouldn't make me Haitian. Right. You know, I do it because I am Haitian. Um, And I think what we, the culture church before used to really like Mm -hmm. speak on that and teach like that, like that made you that. And if you don't do that, no, because there's good people, you know, they can do these good things. That don't make them saved. Exactly. We see that all the time. You see see it all the time. You got, some people don't look better than than, than us out here, you know, (laughs) but they're not saved. You know, at the end of the day, they didn't accept what Christ did for us, for us um, on on our behalf. Um, But just understanding that it really is him. And we are just walking out who he says we are. We are just walking out what he gave us, you know, and what he did on our behalf. So just that one point, I really kind of wanted to drive in with performative as well. Um, because a lot of us, some of us did grow up in church and may have that mindset of working um, for those things instead of um resting almost in who you are and walking out and almost maturing in the identity of who you became in Christ. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, kind of loaded. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, no. No, I, that was a heavy one. Everybody's all right? Everybody's edges still in place? <laughs> all right, you guys. So we pray that you are blessed. We pray that you know that it is by grace that we are saved and not by work so that nobody can boast. I'm, I'm going to try to get this right in my Medea voice. I'm dying. Ephesians. Mm. <laughs> um, it's in there somewhere. No. Um <laughs> We pray that you guys are blessed, that you enjoyed this episode. Um, as always, listen to us on Saturdays on Radio Olivier, 2 to 3 p.m. Um, and, all, and on, can't even talk, on all listening uh, platforms, mm-hmm. iTunes, uh, SoundCloud. What's the other one? Um, Google, Google Play. Play. We always forget Google <laughs> always, Play. Always. Um, as always, we love you guys. That's what you have in, right? That's how we say it. Balance out your grace with your holiness and your righteousness. Be balanced, y'all. Amen. Amen. (laughs) We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.